Good evening, Sharks fans. The Sharks end up short of a two to one score, and the Shark actually, excuse me, three to one, and uh, the Sharks unfortunately fall to zero and three in the season. We'll have all that and more after this. But first, if you want to be part of the show and teal together with us, check us out across all of the social media platforms, that being the YouTube chat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, the shenanigans that go on the Discord, TikTok. Find everything else and more at tealtownusa.com. And don't forget, Venmo at tealtownusa. We love it. <laughs> well, I have some special guests here this evening. Uh, Mr. Puck Guy will go to you first. Uh, and uh, Dana is Dana May, also here. But Puck Guy, we're going to go to you first because I know you're going to be kicked out soon. Yeah, they, they, they want us up and out as quickly as possible. Uh, gang, that's a tough one to take for a home opener. Uh, you know, Reimer played his butt off tonight. For sure. Uh, I mean, this place was pumped, too. Uh, it, it, I think they're calling it a sellout, but I also, there was a few empty seats. It was pretty close, though. It was pretty close to a, to a, a full house. And, and the place, I'll be honest, the place was buzzing a lot. Uh, you know, it, it's a bummer that the that the uh, Sharks end up on the, on the losing uh, the stick for it, so... For sure, for sure. And, I mean, just quickly, what was the atmosphere like with Bernsey, the uh, the coming home, so to speak, the uh, on-ice tribute? It looked pretty electric down there. Yeah, the, they did a heck of a heck of a uh, presentation tonight. Uh, you know, the on-ice projection, of course. Uh, really liked how they uh, introduced the uh, Sharks players into that. Uh, Bernsey, of course, you know... Uh, Got me a little teary-eyed uh, there, to be a little bit uh, honest. Uh, when when Bernsey got traded from Minnesota in 2011, uh, he was looking for some design work uh, for his, uh, you know, his Bernsey's battalion uh, that he ended up doing had the suite here, uh, not too far from where I'm at. And, uh, you know, uh, missed the guy. A great, great guy. Uh, all around, uh, and there were a lot of Burns jerseys. Uh, of course, we saw if you if you follow us on the social, AJ was rocking uh, his Burnsy jersey. But there are a lot of 88s tonight, and unfortunately, the wrong 88 scored for Carolina, indeed. But a great atmosphere here this evening at the Shark Tank. It's a beautiful, uh, you know. Uh, I know Dana, you've been you've been up here a little bit a while ago. Landy, I know you need to get your butt back up here. Uh, there, nothing, nothing like when this place is buzzing, you know, and, uh, and I know it's, it's tough to do, uh, when you're on three and, and you're in the midst of a rebuild, but, uh, you know, it's nice to, uh, nice to be at home for sure. Nice. Well, thanks puck guy for the, uh, for the bird's eye view there. And, uh, it looks like you're giving me the signal to, uh, to head out. No, I, I'm good, but I was going to say, hey. How's that new Jumbotron? <laughs> holy crap, this plate, this thing is massive. I mean, this doesn't do justice from my angle here, 
But uh, when it when I say literally blue line to blue line, and literally from from the faceoff dot to faceoff dot over there, I mean it is something special. Uh, so, <laughs> and I'm looking at the chat. Uh, so uh, Bedard's gonna look like a great guy in teal. <laughs> Suck hard oh, man. for Boudard. That's oh that's, boy. That's where we. That's where we're ending up. <laughs> hey, and I know, I know, Dina is all pro Borderlow and and uh, Eklund to come up. That line's gonna be awesome. Yes. yes. Yeah. If especially on the power. Yes, on the power play, it's gonna look. Ooh, it's gonna oh, be awesome. Do we have to talk about? The Can't wait play? till 2026. <laughs> when, it, when they finally play oh, oh, oh. Bordalo wow. and one game together. <laughs> with with that, you two have a great rest of the way. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow, following uh, Sharks and Blackhawks. Uh, guys, gals, make it happen. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And uh, thanks again, Puck Guy, for checking in with us. Uh, oh, by the way, do you like the teal suit? We like the I meant teal to... suit. Yes, snazzy. It looks so. pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your uh, saw your little pictures with uh, Captain Beard. I thought yeah. uh, I thought you were rocking just a little bit better, my friend. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> have a great one, guys. Take All care. All right, have a good one, Buck you Guy. Too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, it was awesome to check in with Puck Guy. Uh, and again, just a great atmosphere uh, at the home tank. But we got to talk about a game, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Dana, just quickly, what your broad strokes on uh, this evening's play? What would you take away from it, just uh, overall? Um, I want to give James Reimer a hug. Um, did I hear people boo Eric Carlson? Are we going to dig into that? <laughs> Well, we might just have to because, uh, unfortunately, I'm about to pop off. <laughs> yeah, because unfortunately, we, we've got we've got some power play struggles to go over. So, in that first period, uh, the Sharks would actually pot the first uh, goal on net. Um, it was, uh, oh, there we go. Puck guys just left us. It was Evgeny uh, Svechnikov. Uh, we've got. Uh, Magna and Carlson with the assists there. Oh, boy. Um, on this one, it was uh, actually, I, I like the drive to the net. Um, I thought that the um, the defenseman did a good job bringing the puck up um, to Evgeny Smetchkov, and he just had a really good shot on net, kind of one of those heavy, uh, heavy shots. But it was kind of a weird opening period. It, it kind of felt like both teams were probing each other you know we, we had eight shots on net from Carolina seven shots uh from the Sharks and I mean the, the goal came at 1748 Dana what did you see at the beginning of that 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 period I mean to me it just seemed like one you had kind of a jet lag team and the other team not really knowing what's coming out um, if the Sharks were jet lagged, it definitely didn't show as much as the jet lag when they were in Europe. Um, I guess one positive is like they definitely looked like they had more energy. Um, I, you know, I, I feel like that was pretty apparent. Um, it was definitely like battle of the PKs. They kept mentioning how these were the best two PKs in the league last year. So um, it made sense. Uh, we got a lot of, uh, I, I don't remember how many penalties total, but that was obviously a big part of the game. 
Um, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it definitely made me smile to see Sveshnikov get his first goal as a shark, especially playing his brother on the other team. Yeah, I mean, it was good. So yeah, it was a good first period. Yeah, it was a good first period, and I think, like you had said, it was uh, a good. Um, it was good to see the brothers kind of playing against each other, and really, uh, I think it was just pretty, pretty awesome to see a family affair kind of going on. And again, I think, you know, we would be remiss to to say if we hadn't um, talked a, a little bit about the Burnsy introduction, because like I said before, it was kind of just um, electric. And Mm -hmm. you could kind of feel uh, the emotion that was uh, coming from uh, the team. And, you know, I thought for him, he looked like a guy that, uh, I don't know, had a little bit of emotion, you know, maybe a little bit more emotion than than kind of what we're used to. So, um, yeah, must have been. Yeah, I didn't know that man had tear ducts. That's (laughs) what I was thinking when I saw him tearing up. I'm like, I (laughs) he's just like, I don't know. I, I, I teared up definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously he was a big part of the team for like, what do they say? 11 years. Yeah. Since 2012. So 10, the Burns trade was in 2012, right? Uh, let me double check, but I believe you are something like that, whatever. Um, but also just, you know, he has just this infectious personality, like goes without saying, like personally, I've never met him. I don't think I've met any of the sharks, but from what I hear from people who have, he's just like the most like, like friendliest, like funniest guy, like always happy to like, um, you know, sign things or take pictures or whatever. And like, I will say I was definitely team trade burns last year. Um, always on starfish watch, but um, we're definitely going to miss him. And the team has, you know, a huge hole in it, like personality wise, like, you know, it's just, it's not going to be quite the same, but it was a good package. And I like that, like art they had of him, that kind of uh, drawing by, I, I'm guessing the same person who did those like authentic fan signs anyway it yeah. was yeah it was and, sweet yeah and, and we've got a couple of a um, couple people chiming in here uh it still feels extremely weird that burns isn't in teal anymore um yeah i mean i, I think for everybody it was it was kind of surreal just to see that moment uh pop up with him in a different jersey but so it goes, you know, it's a it's a business. And unfortunately, the uh, the team needed to get some cap relief. Um, you know, I think there is a lot of debate on whether that cap relief was used to the best, uh, you know, of of, you know, what was available free agent wise. Um, but that's a conversation for a different day. Um, but again, I think the Sharks weathered uh, a little bit of a probative first start. Um, and then, you know, we kind of dovetail into that second period um of course you know both the sharks and uh, the carolina hurricanes would go 0 for 1 on their power play in that first period Um, but going into the second period really it was a complete onslaught by carolina i mean this this was where i think we all wanted to jump inside the tv and give james reimer a big hug because james reimer faced 17 shots on net to the sharks four and this frame is really when Carolina kind of took over and really put the pedal to the metal and showed why they're a Stanley Cup contender because there was pressure after pressure after pressure. 
the the lines one through four from Carolina looked like they were all playing from the same playbook, dump and chase, grind, then you know get some shots off from from uh, the slot, uh, maybe get a, uh, a a kick out here and there uh, to their defensemen. But again, it was just men against boys out there in that second period. And I couldn't believe how well Reimer stood up to the onslaught. I mean, what did you see in that second period, Dana? That, I mean, sharks in the headlights for sure. Yeah, uh, Reimer was very sharp tonight. Um, and it's I it makes me sad saying that because, I mean, if we're skipping ahead to like that very last goal, like feel like he didn't really have a chance and I could see his disappointment. And I'm just like, buddy, we see you. We see that you did your best. Um, but yeah, see the thing about like tanking for, you know, those of y'all on team Bedard and Teal is you have to have bad goaltending. Um, and we just don't have that right now, No. <laughs> which is, I, I mean, it's nice, but at the same time, um, yeah, I don't know. And maybe, you know, I guess Reimer was a, a hurricane not too long ago, right? Um, was Yes. I think he had not, a par- stint in Carolina, mm-hmm. I think, right before or right after the Toronto, right after his Toronto stint, I think, if that if memory serves. Before San Jose the first time, and then I, and then I know he went to Florida, but... Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll have to have to get the... the um, the details of his career up because I don't remember off the top of my head. I can't remember if it was, he went to Carolina. Okay. Well, here we go. Carolina in the 2021. Okay. So 1920 season and 2021 season, he was in Carolina right before uh, the second stint in San Jose. So I think it went Toronto to San Jose, then Florida, then Carolina, then San Jose. So, okay. Yeah. Um, again, this is a guy who is going to have some trade value come come the deadline. And I think this, or earlier or, or earlier, because if you look at this, um, look at this game kind of encapsulated. I mean, this is the kind of performance that Reimer is going to give you where he's going to really stop, uh, you know, a, a, an inordinate amount of shots. And, and let's just say that the Sharks, you know, can can tune up defensively just that little bit better. You know, I think this could really be a good goaltender for structurally defensive sound system. Um, and, and unfortunately his talents are wasted here um, with the Swiss cheese defense that we have kind of employed at the moment. But again, yeah, it's just such a shame. Cause I feel like this, obviously this game did not get away from them. Carolina's a top team in the league and you know, the <laughs> ignoring the shot clock, like, you know, you'd think like, oh, can the Sharks pull something out here? Um, but the chickens came home to roost. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, when you say like men versus boys, I definitely saw that. Like only when like Hurdle or Kutcher or Meyer had the puck was I actually like, oh, OK, something might happen. Or Carlson, I guess. Um, but otherwise, I was just like, I, I don't know. I just... Yeah. Just, I guess there's a lot of new people still feeling it out, but yeah. not a lot of firepower. <laughs> I mean, I think one bright spot um, was the fourth line tonight. You know, they did um, get that goal, and I thought that they looked decent in the offensive zone and looked credible in the defensive zone. So, you know, I think it's 
a line that could kind of hold its own, and we, we haven't said that for a fourth line in a long time. But, you know, goodness gracious, if I'm if I'm talking about the highlight being the fourth line, you know, it wasn't a great night um, because in that second period, Martin Nikas with his second goal of the season, Svechnikov, the other Svechnikov <laughs> gets the assist at 1937. And this one was just a heartbreaker because you had basically 23 seconds to get into the, that second intermission with the one nothing lead. And now Carolina completely deflates um, the building with that late goal. And, and I think it just kind of turned the tide from that point on. I think at, the, at that point, that's really where the Sharks kind of let the game slip away. Um, but again, you know, not clearing out a puck in front of the net, um, ending up with a guy who is a goal scorer, a proven goal scorer, and he, and he pots it in. Um, you know, on, on this particular play, I, I'm kind of faulting the defensive alignment from the Sharks in general. Um, they looked out of place. Um, and again, it was on a giveaway from Kevin LeBanc in the neutral zone. And, and look, you, you just you can't give it up when you're in the neutral zone, in the, let's say, the first half of the neutral zone by your own um, defensive blue line you, you just can't give up the puck there because it's an immediate comeback the other way and the Canes are a good team they're going to capitalize on these chances eventually and you got a guy who can stick handle a little bit and you look at that goal and it just goes five hole on Reimer no chance he's um, you know dead to rights there and again the the defense hung him out to dry LeBanc hangs them out to dry at the very beginning of the play with the with the offensive zone turnover. So self-inflicted wounds again by the Sharks, not doing the yeoman's work to get the puck out with 23 seconds left in the second period, and that's what costs you the game. And with the Sharks, the, the talent level is so thin that they have these razor-thin razor margins to win um, in a game like this. And, you know, they piss away an opportunity, you know, to get to that second intermission with the goal up. And, uh, again, I think that that's really where the bubble kind of burst. And, I mean, did you see anything on the goal, Dana, that that you felt maybe the defenseman could have been in better positioning or just heck, even LeBanc making a better reception of that pass? Um. I don't know. I think I agree with you that, like, the talent levels, you know, people can – can only do so much like we've been beating the LeBanc course for forever. Um, I don't know. I mean, looking at the shot clock, like all period, like I feel like it was just kind of bound to happen. That's just kind of what I felt like. It didn't really feel like the. Sh I guess, you know, sharks were in the lead, but it was just kind of one of those like matter of time things, you know, Reimer can only have so many. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you can only have uh, so only many so times many like saves. bailing them out. Yeah, only so many saves in them, right? Um, and in that second period, the Sharks had to weather a couple of, um, of uh, power plays from Carolina. Um, and again, you know, the the Sharks um, did a good job, I think, on the on the penalty kill just in general. You know, they they held uh, Carolina to just three power plays, a um, couple abbreviated ones because of. Uh, you know, getting some extra penalty. So the penalty kill still looks like it's carrying over from the previous season, which is good. 
Um, but again, five on five play just leaves a lot to be desired. And yeah, and especially when you're giving away a, a throwaway pass up the middle in the slot in the neutral zone with the opposing team, you know, having three guys up, you know, where they are just able to pick that pass off and go three on two. It's, you know, it's going to kill you every time. And, and yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, some people are saying that your volume is much lower than mine. Uh, I think we got that fixed up. I had to go. Oh, through, okay. Yeah. I had to go through and uh, readjust a, a, a knob here. <laughs> um, gotcha. Okay chat can let us know if it's all good yeah let us know chat um but i did tweak a little bit so uh, hopefully it's uh it's a lot better for you guys and gals so going into the third period the sharks basically had it tied up um you know the shot clock might have said something different as far as you know the volume of shots but you know you're going into the third period one-to-one with a carolina team that is uh you know at this point should have probably been up by more um so you're thinking you know maybe the sharks have a shot here to to extract some points and i think through most of the period i mean it was pretty even 10 to 8 uh shots in favor of carolina um the sharks did have two power plays and unfortunately would go over on those and I think now is as good a time as any to talk about the power play. Power play goes 0 for 5 tonight, Dana. And you've got that number one unit of Hurdle, uh, Meyer. um, You've got LeBanc, Couture, and uh, Eric Carlson all stacked on that first first line power play unit and nothing to show for it tonight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Quinn made a, a whole thing out of uh, really front-loading the power play kind of at the start of the year, and it's like, okay, it's been three games, but it's like just the talent pool. Like, I mean, those guys are all good. Like, they should be able to make something work, and part of trading Burns was this whole, like, oh, if he and EK65 both kind of fill this similar niche, then, like, having both of them on at once, you know, isn't helping. So, you know, fine, give Carlson his space to run the power play, but it's not there. I would love to see one Ryan Merkley uh, up on that power play, but um, I guess that's not the direction they're going in. And and I think you bring up a good point. I mean, Eric Carlson's the alpha dog on on the power play on the blue line. And, and it's his power play to run. He's quarterbacking it. And I'm seeing a guy that's timid to go into the corners. You know, every every time the, the puck looks like it's coming down into the corner, you know, he's not going to the boards. Um, clearly looks like he, he wants to play more of the periphery. Um, a guy that is taking so-so shots, but... I mean, I'm just not seeing a lot of creativity out of the guy. You know, I'm yeah, not. I'm not no, really. You have see- to be aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing a good crisp first pass. I'm seeing, you know, the guys give up the puck low. I mean, my father remarked tonight. We were watching the game together. He's like, Carolina looks like they have all five guys playing when they're on the penalty kill, and, and that's just unsat from that first line power play. They gotta want it. And I, and I just don't see it right now. And and again, maybe it's going to take a, a, a line shake there or, or maybe it's going to take, you know, 
placing a guy like um, LeBanc off and a guy like Cunning on to get some more meat and potatoes on that first line power play. But they got to do something because this thing is just anemic. Yeah, that's the word I would use. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, I think that there are some solutions hiding in the Barracuda, or at least maybe not solutions, but just things you can try. Like the thing with, you know, the advantage with rookies is for the most part, like they're a lot more like motivated to prove themselves. I feel like there's just a lot of like lethargy with, um, I, I don't know. No, um, I think you're absolutely like with- lethargic <laughs> is the right word. I mean, you, you know, there's, there's, I don't really know how else to, to, to carve up that, that first line, that first power play unit. I mean, in the second power play, the unit looked better than the first. They looked like they were driving um, play low. They were very, very meat and potatoes. I mean, I don't know that I particularly like um, Nick Benino on the second line power play because you took a look at his shot tonight when he was on that second line and just right to the leg pad of, of uh, Rantanen and the shot looked like it did not have much on it at all. So I'm, I'm wondering if, if maybe, you know, Father Time's taken away a little bit from that shot from Nick Benino. Um, he should not be on the power play. That's not ever been his gig. <laughs> Like we should have, I mean, I guess second unit fine, but like, I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't blame the guy, you know. <laughs> but Ricky, uh, come in and quick on uh, on the uh, chat. Uh, winning is counterproductive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! But I just want to see the babies play. Okay, <laughs> let the kids. But play. like Ryan Merkley, like he's he's good on the power play, and he has room to grow. Like. I, I don't know how to like send a message to EK65 at this point. Like I was about to hop on here and rant about how mad it made me that everybody was booing him, and I stand by that. But like, he didn't give you oh much. God, he you didn't get give your you much power play. Yeah, he didn't give you much to to cheer for. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, the guy. I'm sorry, but he kind of brings it upon himself at times. You know, with 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 some lackluster play and. Again, I think just going to show on that first power play unit, not getting anything in five tries, looking anemic, lethargic, not ready to go at this point. I mean, there needs to be some some shuffling of the deck there. And I think maybe sitting Eric down and and being like, hey, look, you're top dog now. I mean, there's nobody in front of you. You've got to run with this thing. You've got to direct it you should be telling which guy should be posting up you know in front of the net you should be telling you know which guy is going to be directing from the back you know who's going to be on the point ready for a one-timer I mean this this should be where he shines that he is a power play specialist and not getting it done so he didn't come here for a rebuild (laughs) yeah that's 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 what he says. Uh, but anyhow, like like we had said, the Sharks, uh, unfortunately, blow those couple of power play chances. Um, they uh, are able to fend off a few chances from Carolina's power play. And uh, again, the shot total ended up being 10 to 8. But the third period goal comes from Sebastian Ajo, 18-02 uh, into the into the third period so really just the gut punch type of goal with less than two minutes left in the game 
and unfortunately the sharks just couldn't weather you know weather anything else at that at that point you know you had one little burst uh, at the end with hurdle you know one on one with the goaltender you know coming in and driving a shot off the um, off the shaft of the stick uh, unfortunately he wasn't able to tie it up but uh, again just a busted coverage by uh, Harrington and Shimek with uh, oh, excuse me Harrington and Carlson um, on the ice I thought that that was Shimek but it was Carlson uh, Luke Coonan and let's see who else was on the ice with that one I think we have LeBanc, Coonan, and I think Couture. So the second line's out there when you get scored on, and that's not a good look because, you know, Logan's supposed to be, you know, your shutdown uh, defensive forward, you know, the guy that's that's able to keep the games close, you know, at, at this point in the game. Um, and, you know, again, Sharks just overmatched on that one. Sebastian Ajo just able to get the – get the puck in and uh, get the two points for Carolina and they are able to escape San Jose uh, with the win. So, I mean, I don't know what you saw on that one, Dana, but to me, busted coverage again. Um, I don't really know what the defense was doing on that one, but the Fords really didn't give them any help either. Um, what'd you see on that one? Um, I mean, I don't think we should be shocked about any of this. Like we don't really have a defense. <laughs> like it's, it's, I guess, Carlson Ferraro and then like a bunch of new people who, who's, I guess, Shimek, uh, he's still here. Um, but yeah, like nobody was, was it Aho who tipped it in? Right. Yeah. Uh, how, uh, yeah, no, the... nobody, nobody was there. And it literally broke my heart to see Reimer. Like he's there, he's in position turns his head, sees it went in, and his body language. It is it is James Reimer crying hour on the Steel Town after dark here on this day. Yeah, um, you're not joking. I mean, you could <laughs> see it. You could just see it in 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 his um, uh, physical imposition. I mean, he just shrank after that goal went in and he saw it and, and he just kind of tilted his head like this. And I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a long season for this poor guy. Um, and, and, you know, did, did Yeoman's work 33 shots saved on 30, uh, 35 shots against great for a 943 save percentage. There is nothing more you could ask for, for, from the guy. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It could, it should have been so much worse. The fact that this felt within reach, um, yeah, as a testament to Reimer, um, I would genuinely be shocked if he even makes it to the trade deadline still on this team. Um, but I, I don't know what the Sharks are going to do with that space because, as you know, we don't need to get into it um, on the after dark. But, you know, it is it, Mike Greer and management have made some questionable choices with the cap space from the Burns trade. Um, so, I, you know, it's like, okay, we can get something for Reimer, but do I trust management to do something with that space or assets or whatever? I'm not sure. Yeah. No, Benning, excuse me. It wasn't, uh, it was not um, Harrington's Benning. So there's all these oh, new, okay. all these new numbers. Number five, right. <laughs> um, you know, if we look down tonight at the uh, ice time distributions, uh, you've got Matt Benning coming in at 18 minutes. You've got, Jason uh, Jason Magna coming in at 16 minutes. Mario Ferraro coming in at almost 22. 
Mark Edward Vasek, 16. Redeem Shimmick, 1548. And Eric Carlson at 24 minutes and 50 seconds. Almost 5 minutes and 45 seconds on the power play. Yikes. You wouldn't know it. <laughs> yep. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm curious, what was Burns' ice time for Carolina? Burns. So if we take a look over on the opposition specs, Brett Pesci with 24 minutes, Brent Burns with 23.20. You've got Jacob Slavin with 23 minutes, and you got um, C-Jack with 23 minutes. Calvin DeHaan only had 11 minutes, and uh, Chatfield had 11 minutes. So Looks like what Carolina normally does is with uh, pairs one and two will go for about 24 minutes each. And then their third pair is the reduced minutes pair, which is coming in around 11 minutes. So a good, nice distribution there. They have six actual NHL defensemen. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. That a team can have. Yeah. I mean, when you're looking at uh, Matt Benning being a seventh defenseman at best, um, Jason Magna being a seventh defenseman at best or an AHL. He should still be on the Barracuda. I'm shocked he's here. Radim Shimmick being a shell of himself. Um, Mark Edward Vlasic being on the wrong side of, you know, 35. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what can you say about this defense? Like I said at the beginning, the Swiss cheese defense and, uh, you know, you, you just you feel for the goaltenders because, <laughs> um, you know, Kapokakinen is going to come in tomorrow night and going to see pretty much the same exact defense in front of him and is probably going to look at something like 35, 37 shots on goal tomorrow from night. Chicago, from Chicago. Oh, I, goodness. I, I, I would not put it past the Blackhawks just to blow the doors off the Sharks right at this point. Um, yeah, I, if this is how the sharks look on the first night of a back-to-back, yeah, anyone and they still somehow looked more energetic than they did in Europe, with the exception of Tomas Hurdle. Yeah, <laughs> bless his heart. Yeah, well, if we go down the rest of the stats tonight, uh, the Hurricanes beat the Sharks in face-offs, fifty-three percent to forty-eight. Uh, the Hits were 11 to 15 in favor of the Sharks. Blocks were 9 to 22 in favor of the Sharks. Seven giveaways for the Hurricanes and six giveaways for the Sharks. So overall, the uh, blocks, giveaways, and hits columns go to the Sharks. But again, just not able to generate enough, uh, enough offense with 19 total shots on net to Carolina's 35. Uh, and that would be your game. And um, again, Sharks just looked a little, looked a little rusty. Looked either a little rusty or just had Carolina star power outshine at the very end. Um, but the Sharks are 0 for three at the start of the 22-23 campaign. And uh, don't look now, but um, you know that uh, number one overall is starting to look shinier and shinier. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be, you know, I, I pe- people say uh, it's going to be a deep draft. So, you know, if, if you what what is it? Some AJ said something like if you shoot for Bedard and miss, you'll land amongst the what's what's the second over? It starts with an A. A- Antonelli. Antonelli. Yeah. And, and yeah, that one. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you're going to get a good player, whether you come in one, two, or three. Um, and, I mean, this team, the way that it's constructed at the moment, I mean, it looks like it's constructed to um, get a high pick. Um, that defense. So then say so. I, my thing, though, is there's still, like, what's rebuild? I Spoons over my eyes. I don't see it. Like, I don't know. Just look, look at what it did for the Rangers when they just, like, fessed up to the fans. Like, it's not cute at first, but... Um, Clearly, it worked for them. Um, yeah. I don't know. How long can you say retool? There is nothing in the toolbox. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and you look on the collection of players that they have. I mean, this just isn't a team with enough talent to compete. I mean, and, and you're looking at a division where you've got uh, an up-and-coming Ducks team who's got um, some good young players on the rise. Uh, the same thing can be said with the Kings. Um, the Kraken, of course, are, are you know slowly but surely adding pieces there. Vegas is Vegas, so I'm... Jones had a great night yesterday. I I just I I I don't know with goaltending anymore. <laughs> I just I I just put my head down when it comes to goaltenders. But you know, just kind of overall, I mean. This is this is shaping up to be a season in which the Sharks could very well end at the bottom of the Pacific. I mean, even being worse than the Coyotes if they continue this this play as it is now, um, and especially with the lackluster effort on the power play, and um, again hanging your goaltender out to dry. I mean, he makes um, he makes thirty three saves. You got to get more than one goal for the guy, um, and and the big guys weren't there tonight. Um, and it ended up being your secondary scoring, getting you, getting you the the one goal that you did have. So it's concerning. It, it's really concerning. It should be concerning for a guy with the number two and eight in it, um, because he's got to have a big season for his contract. And right now, I mean, you know, him and Hurdle are trying to do the yeoman's work. But again, you know, you can't just rely on those two players. They they need. Um, some additional help there and they, they need some additional scoring you got to have a guy like couture or shoot a guy like limbaum or a guy like um lebank i mean lebank is a guy that needs to have a good season this year or or he could be out of the nhl i mean if, if you can't make it on a team that's going to probably end end up as either the second worst or the worst in your own division I mean, there's not going to be a place for for a, a guy like that who who can't score and and can't um, dish the puck and and is continually having bad turnovers in the neutral zone in his defensive zone. I mean, the guy the guy's going to end his career prematurely with that kind of play. Yeah, on any other team, he wouldn't even be in the lineup. Like, here's my thing: like, I cannot be convinced that Eklund or Bortolo would be worse and. I understand trying to like protect them, but at the same time, like if I were, you know, in their shoes, I'd be like, you know, look, I want to prove myself. I want to, um, you know, and also the AHL is just full of like goons, you know, like I, I just, I don't know if I think it's, I think Eklund is the one where I'm like, I just really want to see him in the NHL. Like, I don't know. Yeah, uh, and, and sorry, I, I was having a total brain for Arizona's back over okay. in, in in the central. I was thinking Vancouver, um, 
But I mean, I'm just looking now at the at the Pacific Division, and again, you know, the the usual suspects are leading the division, um, and, and there are teams that are um, better than them in their own, you know, in their own state. You know what I mean? So, I, again, I don't know how you could could think anything different uh, uh, with the collection of players that you put out over in that in that series um, in the Czech Republic and how they played against a, a dominant Predators team. I don't think you could look at um, look at the, the roster and say that that was going to be a team that was going to give um, Carolina any kind of, of fits. They did for maybe two periods or a period and three quarters, but um, after that, I mean, just the, the lack of talent again, the lack of depth again, just, you know, being the, the, the song of the day. And, uh, you know, again, I think it's going to be a long season, Dana. Um, but we got more of these to cover. Um, we got another one coming up tomorrow night against the Chicago Blackhawks. What are your keys for tomorrow night's game? And, and how do the Sharks break out of this little funk that they've already started themselves in? Gosh, just like you can, there aren't many softer softballs in Chicago right now. So, um, I don't know, maybe I, I've heard people say with these pregame ceremonies, you know, maybe it, it uh, I don't know, makes the game more sluggish or something. Like, I guess there's going to be another pregame ceremony tomorrow, but like maybe like seeing DW will like inspire something in them. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's my hope. I'm, I'm trying to think if I had anything interesting I wrote on my post-its during this game. Yeah, well, let's um. let's let's go over Dana's post-its tonight. Dana, what uh, what what little tidbits do you have for us? Um, this is irrelevant, but uh, the new boards uh, don't look as terrible as some of the like screenshots I've seen of other games, where like it, y'all know like the new um, those Digital boards, boards where it'll right, right. Like I didn't catch anything egregious during this game, but I've seen some screenshots from other games where like it'll cover up like someone's entire body or like. I don't know, like one arm or whatever. It just looks ridiculous. Um, I mean, I don't like them, but as with most things, you know, like the ads on the helmets or whatever, like eventually we're all just going to, you know, there's going to be something else to complain about and, you know, we'll all just kind of get over it, which is fair. Um, is <laughs> Jalen Chatfield. I was saying that's a great name. It sounds like a British Lord. <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about that player. Um, I didn't realize, uh, Stefan Nason was still in the league. Um, and apparently he plays for Carolina. It's always really funny when you hear an, oh, I haven't heard that name in a while. Wasn't he the one who like Hakuna Matata was his goal song? Yes, it was. I'll never forget that. <laughs> always have a special place in my heart. Um, and yeah, I said like I got my wish about no OT because uh, when Landy and I were uh, doing our sound check during the second period, I'm like, oh, I got to get up tomorrow. Just hope there's no OT. And Carolina heard me. <laughs> yes, they did. They came through in the last two minutes of the game. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why the Sharks just like flopped. They knew that you had to get to me. bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got to get a good night's sleep. Um. Yeah, I guess. And my thoughts on Chicago. Yeah, I don't know. Just like that's they are trying so aggressively to lose. They are trying so hard. So 
who what I, you know what's gonna give <laughs> I, I don't know um a team lose trying to yeah. lose hard and a team that just loses hard who's gonna lose yeah <laughs> yeah um, oh goodness! It'll be interesting. Yeah, battle of the bottom feeders. Battle, Let's go. That's it. Sharks, sharks, uh, slumming it up with the uh, with the Chicago Blackhawks. Well, uh, in case you missed the show and you want to check it out again, check us out on the YouTube replay. Subscribe and uh, check that notification bell to. Uh, Find us when we go live after every game. Of course, if you're a long time, you know that we go after every game. But of course, we're also up on the Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, the SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, Audacity, and of course, always at TealTownUSA.com. Dana, I'm going to give you your final thoughts and uh, where the people can find you. Um. I mean, my final thoughts are the same as my first thoughts. I just want to give James Reimer a hug. Um, ultimately, like, I don't know. It's it's just good to be watching NHL hockey again. Like, even when this team sucks, like, I'm still kind of smiling. Like, it's just, um, it, it feels good to be back. It feels good to be back on here, for sure. Um, so I guess that's the one plus side is, you know, that hockey's back. It's something to do. Um, and I would just want to give an update on the post-it count. I had four for this game, three from the previous game. So we're up to seven. So just a reminder, the, the uh, over-under for the whole season, all of my um, after darks that I'm on total post-its for the year was 70. So we're up to seven. We're 10% of the way there. It is not too late to put in your bets. Um, I know generally <laughs> a good... Um, uh, odds maker would not let you put in bets after something's already started, but uh, but I'm making an exception. So. <laughs> well, we'll see where where people land up on the pool on this one. <laughs> you after dark listeners, you can set up a little pool and uh, maybe maybe we'll have a little uh, little surprise waiting for you. <laughs> well, as far as my final thoughts go, the sharks need to really tune it up tomorrow night. Um, need to bring some juice for Doug Wilson. Um, you know, it'll be good to see him back in the building um, and we'll, we'll get a chance to see what he looks like and, you know, make sure that, you know, that his health is, is in, in the right spot and stuff. And we can give him a, a, a nice uh, thank you for everything that he's done. Um, and, you know, I think there were a lot more good things than bad with DW's tenure. Um, you know, the team reached uh, all the way to the, to the last rung of, of the playoffs. They just couldn't finish it off, but you know, every year he would he would try to to get this team over the edge with just one more tweak or or um, one more ad or or um, you know bringing together um, a collection of talented players to to really give it their all and um, really good run under Doug Wilson. So uh, it'll be nice to see him tomorrow. Uh, when the Sharks play the Blackhawks. As far as where you can find me, you can use my first name, that's E-R-I-K, and lose, use my last name, L-A-N-D-I, across all the social media garbage. Uh, if there's a social media platform, I'm probably on it. <laughs> so uh, come come check Be it real? out. Yeah, uh, no. I'm not on that. <laughs> I'm not on that one either, or TikTok. I'm not on TikTok either. Yeah. Don't tell Puck Guy because he keeps thinking that I'm gonna be the one to man the Teal Town TikTok, but I haven't, I haven't gone on TikTok in months. <laughs> well, yeah. Don't ask me about that one. Uh, I, 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 I kind of 
lost the uh, the appeal of TikTok after a certain island boy video came out and I go, this is the internet now. <laughs> and that's about oh, it. I actually don't know what you're referencing. Oh, don't look it up. It's it's bad. It's just, I'm going to look it up. Oh, no. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you for checking us out tonight. Again, if you haven't already, please like and subscribe and uh, check us out across every game and check us out tomorrow night after we uh, come live to you uh, when the Sharks finish off their game against Chicago. So for everybody at Teal Town USA, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Thank you, everybody, and have a great night.